0: Okay, what do you do if you have a great product, undeniably great, and you're making money for 16 years on this product, and everybody's trying to knock it off? What's your defense? A patent? Well, listening to this caller?
1: Hi, Barbara. My name's Michelle. I have finally, after 16 years, had to close the doors on my business because I have 30 worldwide patents on a hair extension device that I have been infringed on so badly I can't afford to protect them anymore. How do I go on to the next step when I'm pretty lost at this point and I've followed you since day one so I would love to talk to you.
0: When I heard your question, I have to tell you, my first thought was, you must have one hell of a product if 30 people went out and imitated you.
1: We spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to go after these companies mm. to the point that they put us into bankruptcy and we, you know, we have to close our doors.
0: May I ask you, how much were your sales over the 16 years selling your product?
1: In a total, about a million
0: hmm Not a lot. Yeah. Everybody thinks a million's a lot of money, but to work at something, 16 years, yeah. Yeah. And what did you pay in legal costs over that duration and in patent expenses? All legal suing, cease and desist letters, getting the patents to be with?
1: Probably close to what we made.
0: Yeah. I would think so. That's why I was asking.
1: Unreal. I mean, yeah, what our patent costs alone were and then what it costs. Right now, there's one of the largest companies. We went to a company that was in Florida. I'm not going to name any names. Mm-hmm. Saw the president and the vice president who at the time we did not have our first patent kind of laughed at me and told me I would never get a patent on that because even though he had his designer come in it was just less fast forward 6 years and I get a call from the vice president of marketing from another large Japanese company who wanted to take a meeting with me. The man he wanted me to talk to was the VP from the first company years ago who laughed at me. And I said, I didn't want to work with him over that. He laughed at me and told me, that you know, I wouldn't get a patent. I said I'd rather work with someone else. I don't trust this man. Uh huh. Less than a year later, there is a celebrity out there right now with her name behind my design.
0: Probably innocently from the so, as well.
1: Company that he is the vice president of.
0: Mm, so it's a sleazy business, is it not? Oh, terrible. Here's on a, a positive note, Michelle. What you're doing for a lot of young entrepreneurs listening, and it's a gift you're giving each and every one of them. Uh, You're dispelling the mistaken impression that if you have a patent on a product, you're safe. There's an association with that, right? So you just disprove that with 16 long years of battling Mm -hmm. exactly that concept, All right? So for those people who are listening, you're teaching them that all the patent is, it's as good as the money you have to sue on it, which I've found in my years working with my entrepreneurs on Shark
1: Tank. The thing that bothers me even more is the amount of money that you spend for a patent and you get a stamp from whatever Country, mm-hmm. your own country, or someone else's company saying, We tell you this is unique, and we're saying this belongs to you.
0: Mm-hmm. That it means But nothing. they
1: don't enforce it for you. They don't help you protect it. They're saying, We give you this, but now it's up to you to even spend more money mm. to protect it yourself. Yet the copyright laws are a bit different. People know this from making music or video, movie, DVDs in other countries where they actually go in and shut down big industries that they find making these knockoffs.
0: That's going to be called, in my book, wishful thinking. Wouldn't it be good if the people issue you the patent that you've so nicely paid for? It's their obligation to go and fight for you. It's just not the way it is, right? The reality is you pay for the patent. And the bigger reality is the only people that really win patents in a real world situation are the attorneys who are paid for getting them. I don't know what your ongoing costs would, but I think the average patent in America is somewhere between ten dollars and $12,000 today. That's a lot of money for a young entrepreneur. You get it and you think, good, I got it. I got a running start. That was the intent of the patent laws, to give you a running start before they expire. They don't serve that purpose yet.
1: Even to protect yourself more, which We learned the hard way of spending more money on patents that people should understand. If you're coming up with a product, anything that's tangible and you're unique in anything that you do, Mm -hmm. you're not just going to get a patent. Your utility patent is going to extend into many different parts. Each one of those is issued its own patent.
0: Yeah, I know. So
1: you're continuing to spend money on this idea that even if somebody gets a hold of it and changes one little tiny thing, you're trying to protect this whole thing. They can get away with the technicality.
0: Michelle, here's the skinny. Mm -hmm. You've learned a expensive, a $1 million expensive lesson. Also, you've spent 16 years learning it. It's a lot of time and a lot of money. But what you know better than probably anyone else is that the benefit of the patent is almost meaningless, unless you got a rich dad who's going to be suing everybody the minute they infringe on it. Even then, you're fighting City Hall, so to speak. Very recently, I was over at the corporate offices of a very big TV promoter, sells a lot of gimmicks on TV, very rich company, hugely successful in their space. And I was shocked to go past the legal department. They had four attorneys full-time. And what do you think those attorneys were doing? Uh, they were fighting any claims that were saying they multiple, hundreds of products were infringing on other people's products. Those attorneys just were banging out letters and defeating them, banging out letters. They were on payroll. Very cheap to do it that Absolutely. way. So the reality here is if you have a great product, one, assume that the highest compliment in the world is that people will imitate it because nobody's going to imitate a loser. So at least that's an endorsement that, well, you've got a winner here. We're all imitating it. We're ripping you off because we think this is great and we can make money. So then where does that leave you? What's the more valuable lesson that you could spring forward with and get something good out of? I say the lesson there is that the money, honey, is not in the patent. The value and the promise is not in the patent. The promise... And the money is entirely in your marketing ability, how fast you could get more units out there and sold. So if you were gonna start a business today, marketing is the name of the game more than ever. And patent will give you false security that you should never for a second rely on. So instead of spending money on patents and attorneys and making them rich, the smartest thing to spend the money on is your own business, getting it out there, promoted, getting it in more stores or online or whatever your platform might be. But to get Put it out there faster and sell as much of it to keep ahead of the people that are, of course, initially behind you because they got to knock it off. Okay. So you learn that lesson. Now to your last question. How do I go on to the next step? Your very next step is leave this shit behind. You know what? I feel like you're going to make this your badge for living in the future. And it's a shame because you had a great invention. You got the help of your daughter, even from the get go, a beautiful drawing, a lot. And then it went awry because you believed like in God in America and patents, you know, that kind of thing. It doesn't work that way. Okay. It's about the big mouth gets to the finish line first. So that's what you've learned with that great knowledge that you have right now. What else can you invent?
1: Well, the thing is, is I've always been an inventor and I continue to do it. So I do have quite a lot of things. Uh, there's a couple of things that I'm working on right now. So, you know, it helps to be able to do something in the future.
0: Here's what I say. Promise me you'll pick one within the next month. You might not think any is perfect. Pick one. Wrap yourself around it, just like you wrapped yourself around your hair extension product. Do not spend a dime on a patent. You see an attorney run to the other side of the street. Yeah. Get it out there and think to myself, who do I know? Who can I get that can help me market this thing and get it out there fast? Because you have learned that lesson. But what I do say is you will not think of the right product, nor will you put your head behind it while you're moaning and groaning about the water that already came and went under the bridge. Okay. Leave all that shit behind. I hear victim in you, and you didn't start out that way, but I hear victim. And anybody who's feeling victimized only can go to the new product with half a loaf, half your energy, half your heart, because you've been beaten up. Promise me you'll leave that behind like no memory. Get a drill, drill through your brain. You're (laughs) not going to think about this shit anymore. You're going to move on. Pick your best product and get it out there and run for the finish line like your life depends on it. And you will have as much success with that but not spend a million dollars on an attorney you'll have the million dollars in your pocket versus in the attorney's pocket got it right go Absolutely. off michelle Thank you so to much. the mountain
1: to the mountain <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye
0: let's take a short break to talk about a company i love my friends at on deck business loans now let's get back to the show Two quick questions at the end here. Let me answer. One is going to be from a 15-year-old boy. You judge how old he is. He sounds like he's 80, but a good question. And also a young woman who's a little confused about trademarks and patents and what to get. Hi, uh, my name is Andrew. I'm currently 15 years old. And I just wanted to tell you, this is Corcoran. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I had one financial question.
1: Yes you were to invest,
0: should you or would you recommend as in investing in a penny stock or would that be too risky? Thank you so much. Andrew, you sound like you're 60 years old. Are you kidding me? Are you 15? Is this a joke? Andrew, how does a guy at 15 sound like you? I think you should become an investment banker on the telephone. You can fool everybody. Okay, on a serious note. You're asking about penny stocks or the stock market. Here's my thinking on that. Uh, Penny stocks are a fast, get rich quick kind of a scam. Some are legitimate, so few are. And I would say 99% of the population any age who invests in them loses their money. So no, 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 you don't want to do the penny stocks, okay? What I would suggest you do is do something a little bit more down to earth than that but learn something that's very specific, like learn everything you can about something that interests you. That's where you make your money in life. Like let's say you're interested in stamps or garage sales or coins or real estate, whatever it is, learn it like nobody else can possibly know it as good as you. Study it like crazy. It certainly sounds smart enough and get it down. A great example of this, my colleague on Shark Tank, Mark Cuban, the richest guy on the set, no doubt, a billionaire. Do you know he was making tons of money at your age from 12 to 18? He made a ton of money trading stamps. Mark was telling me that what he did every day after school is study stamps catalog after catalog after catalog, memorize them. And then he would go to stamp sales. And he said, someone in the room of the 50 booths made a mistake on a stamp. And his goal was to go out and find it. And he'd pick up one stamp that was grossly underpriced, buy it, and then go to the next booth or the booth in the next aisle and sell it to someone who knew what he was doing. That's how he made money in high school because he knew one thing better than anybody else there. That's what you should do. Andrew, every single person I know who has been hugely successful making money does the same thing. They all know one thing well. You can't learn a little bit about a million penny stocks and make a fortune. It's a get-rich-quick scheme that ain't going to work. But you could get to know about the oil business or the paper business and study those stocks specific to that. And then one day become a great investor in stocks, but you've got to know what you're doing. I made my fortune in real estate because there's one thing I know, real estate. I eat it. I breathe it. From the very beginning, I thought of nothing but real estate. I made a fortune, of course, not because I had my eye on the money, but because I knew what I was doing. Decide what you want to know best. And then put your money there. And Andrew, let me tell you, when you know one thing well, you come to me, I'm investing in you. You sound like such a smart kid, (laughs) but you got to learn the one thing well. Come on, come on, come on. Get rid of those penny stocks.
1: Hi, my name is Deidre. I live in San Antonio, Texas. Quick question. Is it easy to trademark your name on a product or do you have to trademark the product to...
0: Thank you. Deirdre. I think you have things a little bit confused here. Let me explain as best I can. You can't trademark a product. It's just not doable. You would need to patent either the design or the function of the product if you chose to do that. And that's expensive, usually about $10,000. I don't think that's what you're after here. You just want to protect the name from what I hear, right? And for that, all you need to do is trademark the name. And that's good news for you because that's only about, typically, depending upon where you are in the country, $1,000 to $1,500. So you should trademark the name. And if there's a logo that you've designed that you like, trademark that along with it in the same filing. That's what you need. So don't be going spending money on a patent when all you really need is a simple trademark on that name. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.